Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. J-Rod Concerts family. I thank you for listening to the show. If you are driving, working out, or simply goofing off, we thank you for tuning in. And that's enough of singing. Hi, everybody. Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast here. Once again, killing your eardrums with bad singing. But thank you for joining us, guys. Great show today. Ian Flanagan. You may have heard of him because his voice is amazing. It will remind you of Joe Cocker and Chris Tippleton if you haven't heard it. In 2020, he had a heck of a run on The Voice, on NBC's The Voice. He finished third uh, on Team Blake. So that's where he catapulted into fame. And he's just an incredible guy, very humble, family-oriented. Um, yeah, he's toured with Trade Atkins, with Chris Jansen. His debut single, Grow Up, featured Blake Shelton. It's, it has over like 4 million streams at this point. And he is just an incredible artist, and we're so happy to have him here on the show. His debut album, Strong, is available now. And uh, it just talks about great subjects of all walks of life, like heartbreak, pain, everlasting love. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's been seven years sober, so we talk about that in the show. We just had a great conversation, great talent, and he performs a song for us too, so stay tuned for that, guys. So we welcome you to the show. If you are new, check out jrodconcertsmedia.com. We have a weekly newsletter. We invite you to subscribe. The five new songs you want to listen to every week. If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. Very easy, but we hope you stick around. But let's get straight to it, guys. Ian Flanagan on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. How are you doing, man? Doing great. Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with me today. Absolutely. Always dressed so sharply, Ian Flanagan. I mean, look at that denim jacket. Always just like looking fly. Early oh, hours know, in the morning, you know? Five five days old. You can't tell through the computer, though. It's amazing. Everything we saw about you in research and all the videos and all the, all your gigs, always looking cool, man. So hey, welcome to the so show, much, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you so much. I never, I never get that. So uh, you already made my day. Thank you. you know what? It is what it is, man. But what a year you're having, Ian. Of course, for my audience, you know, tremendous artist, songwriter, family man. But what a year you're having, Ian. I mean, obviously, your debut album is coming out soon, September 2nd. Um, you know, you kicked ass at CMA Fest. You're touring. You're opening up for Blake Shelton a few months back in the year. I mean, you are such a hard worker, Ian. I guess the first question is, have you had a chance really to like slow down for a second and kind of like look at the beautiful progress that you've made with, you know? You know, um, one, thank you so much. That's very kind of you. I, you know, there really is no time like that as far as just stopping, but I do try to just take walks as much as possible and just have just uh, at least 10 minutes where I'm just grateful and just list all the things that I'm grateful for just to stay focused. So I take time out every day to just kind of be intentional with all that stuff and try to give my love to it. 
Sure, sure. That's that's great to hear, man. And I got to tell you, Ian, the most funny thing to us, I mean, when we're looking into your life and, and the research and all that the past few days is how many people starting with The Voice said, oh, my God, look at this guy came out of nowhere. Overnight success. And like, does it make you laugh when you hear this stuff? Like, because you've been playing since you were like, you know, 11 years old, you know? Oh, yeah. There's a there's a real <laughs> saying in uh, Nashville. They're like the 12 year overnight success. So, it's, right. uh, so, yeah, you know, my thing is the day you find out about something is the first day you ever you ever knew it. So for me, yeah. I'm just grateful to have a platform where I can, you know, reach more people because that independent artists, that's all we're trying to do. So for me, yeah, I've been doing this my entire life. And the fact that people whenever people want to be introduced to it in a good way and they like it, I'm happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, let, I mean, all, all, all the songs, we got a chance to preview the album. It's great. But let me ask you about one of the songs under a Southern sky, really great yes. single came out recently. Um, you know, we are recording this in late summer, late, we're, we're late August. And it just takes us listening to some of that wonderful kind of like vibes, those Southern memories, uh, if you will, you know, take us to, you know, Socrates, New York, you know, what memories do you carry with you from like, you know, late summer, school start labor day like like what do you think about this time you know when i think about it i definitely think about you know bonfires my buddies and i we just you know we just spend our time having fires in the woods and grilling cooking food out there that's that's my thing you know my thing is just getting out in the middle of nowhere cooking some food having a fire and for yeah. me that that's like home for me that's all i that's all i'm looking for so it's pretty simple but that's kind of stuff you know just Fourth of July type deals, small town, home, home, home stuff. You know, back roads that make you feel good. And I just got to go back home for a show, and I was just driving up to where I used to fish, and you know, just, just missed it. You know, it makes anything that makes you reminisce about those good days is, a, is a good song, man. <laughs> How is that, Ian? When you go back and you know the same Johns where you were, you know, ten years ago before you were married, before you were like a different person, like. Oh, yeah. Is that like a powerful feeling, you know, to be back in those waters? It is. It's really weird at times because things have changed a little bit. But, um, you know, I go back and I see where I started out and some of the bars that I played. And, you know, I just just so grateful for my hometown and all the support. I go back and then, you know, the shows are always really full and sold out. And people are just so eager to come and celebrate and give their love. So, I just see, you know, when you go back and you see the old, the places where you came to be who you are, it's always very humbling. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, l- let me ask you, you know, obviously, you know, you keep an eye on life's bigger picture. Like you've always done that and you do it with your music and it's, it's really inspiring. But, you know, you're celebrating five years of sobriety. And, uh, you know, you, you're in a bunch, you're always about giving back, you know, Secret to Living is giving with Hope Rocks. And, you know, for my audience that doesn't know, it's a New York organization that supports, you know, people with addiction, depression and all that stuff. But let me ask you a little bit about about your journey, Ian. You know, what, what was, you know, you've talked openly about, you know, your addiction to, to alcohol or whatever. But what, oh, yeah. what, what was like the breakthrough moment, man? What was like the moment where like really everything clicked for you and you said, this is no longer a should this is a must with getting sober. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I started off really at 17, 18 years old playing in dive bars down in Orlando. Hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I came up in a different generation where a lot of the guys were just living in one state playing as many times as they can for a year and then moving to a different part of the country to grow themselves as an independent artist. And the way I came up was like, you know, you play a hundred shows in one place and then keep moving and just do it forever. And uh, 
you know, when you're young and you get paid in alcohol half the time, <laughs> yeah, it's a recipe to like have a really difficult later twenties. And, you know, the amount that I would normally drink was just not normal. And I uh, didn't really realize that for so long because the company I kept and, and the kind of crowds that I was in, it was very normal. <clears throat> so when normal, normal becomes destructive to your own career, that's when you got to make a change. And for me, I had um, a series of unfortunate events, you could say, where I, I happened to get a few different outstanding tickets. And, um, sure. you know, I had to, I was working three jobs just to pay off like legal fees and all that stuff. So it was like a DUI of sorts, basically. Well, I've, I've had a couple of those. And then I, I basically had like a disorderly conducts down in Georgia. And gotcha, gotcha. Across, you know, just different kinds of things that I got wrapped up into as a young man, whether it was bar fights or, hmm. you know, any kind of thing like that. I try to keep it PG, but, you know, because, you know, I'm raising a kid too. And, and the main right. thing is I, I look back at my life and we were just reckless, you know, like I was right. not in, in a good spot. And right. when you're not, <clears throat> when you're not living for much, except for getting paid in drinks, it kind of demoralizes your value as a person. Mm. And I think that for so long, especially since I came into it from a teenager, you don't actually know a different life. Like now I look back at, you know, 33 raising a kid and all these different chapters of life. And of course, you, hindsight's twenty twenty. You could be like, well, you should not have gone there. But <laughs> the thing is, when you're a kid and you're growing up in it, you don't have that perspective. So for me, right. you know, my normal was just a little bit insane and uh, went on for years and years and years. And there was just a point in my life where I had checked myself into a rehab and I got sober for about 100 days and... I relapsed and had a really bad uh, situation. And then I found myself, I checked myself into another uh, detox. And there was just something about that upstate uh, detox place where I was like, man, I'm done. I honestly, I, I left that building. I never had a drink ever again. Amazing. And um, yeah, and music is kind of something that brought me into it. And, you know, always pursue, I was never pursuing like this rock and roll lifestyle. I really wasn't. It's just, you make no money, you do labor jobs to fuel your passion, you get paid in booze at night. It's just a, you know, easy equation for me. Sure. And, um, you know, towards getting sober, I did it with a friend and a lot of, a lot of intentional work, you know, it took a long time. And that's where, for me, I'm just one of those people that that it was better, better for me to live like that. And now I have a brand new, you know, and I'm actually going on almost seven years sober, but amazing. For me, I have a, a different perspective of music and a different perspective of just living in health. I didn't have that. I didn't know about it. And, um, you know, now looking back, I have nothing but love. Like music, I just put all myself into music and guitar and just learning and my family. And that was yeah. enough to kind of build up hope and get me out of that dark place. And that's Absolutely. why I want to try to pass it on as much as I can. And you are, you know, I mean, you're a great example that the comeback is always better than the setback. You know, it's, That's right. you know, you, you are a wonderful, inspiring story. And this is part of your music. So it's cool to talk about it now that we're on this side. So congratulations on that. Hey, evening. thank you. Yeah, no, and I, I definitely love talking about it because I've learned, you know, you can't keep it unless you give it away. And there's so many people, you know, everybody wants to have this image where it's just perfect and every, everything's great. And that's not life. You know, life is brutal sometimes. And Absolutely. sometimes we're our worst enemies. So there's there's a ton of people out there going through it right now. And that's Absolutely. where I'm 
Sending all our love to them. Well, Ian, you're being so good with your time. And I think there's a rumor that you may, I don't know if it's confirmed, that you may play a song for us. I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, I can play a song. I okay. just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so you weren't, I, we knew that he had slipped through the cracks, damn publicist. But let me ask you uh, on a lighter note before you, um, well, you interiorized that, like that, that, that news, that breaking news for you, that, you know, like um, the way that you're promoting on social media, it's so fun on a lighter note, like with Camilla. Right, like the oh, way thanks, did, man. Yeah, like like the way you promoted your upcoming album. You know, you guys are doing like <laughs> these great productions. You know, with your stepdaughter and all, like just beautiful thing. Do you enjoy social media, Ian? I, I know a lot of the creators here in Nashville. They they don't like it because it takes so much time and all and all that. But do you enjoy it? I am finding a way in my life to enjoy it. I think everything is perspective. There's not one thing in this life that isn't um, that can't be turned into a positive outlook, you know, if you try. I mean, there's certain things. But, yeah, social media takes up a lot of time. Artists, especially myself, I didn't even have a Facebook or anything until, like, seven years ago. I didn't do it. I did MySpace back when I was a kid, and, like, I'm 32 now. Good so, <laughs> yeah, man, I um, it took me a long time to get used to doing the whole computer social media thing. I was really kind of off the grid for a minute. And um, now I'm learning, I'm learning to, I'm learning to love it, man. I know it's part of our journey as creatives. We have to do it. It's not, it's not like it used to be. You can't just tour forever into oblivion. It's um, it's a great way to connect with a million people. You just got to find your voice in it, you know? And I, I think I'm trying to find mine and have fun with it because I don't want to look back in 20 years and just see a painstaking, like, chronicle list of 1000 videos that I felt forced to make it's like I'm just trying to trying to learn to love it you know but I I totally get why musicians don't like it it's um it's not necessarily intuitive with the other part of it which is we write music for like 10 hours a day and then sure. to take you away from that for a couple hours it, it is it really is a a bump in the road when it comes to certain parts that's, of the that's what i was talking to someone the other day you know it's like creating creating like a good quality tiktok or whatever is the same amount of time you can create a good verse or a good line you know it's oh like- yeah and i mean <laughs> th- that is not lost on us it's just it's balance like everything's just got to be balanced and um that's what i've been trying to find out in my life sobriety whatever it is it's just you know, if you do only TikTok, you're not going to have a great live show. If, if you don't exactly. work on your live show and you have no TikTok, you're not going to have any live shows. So it's kind of like you balance it and try to love every bit of it. Well, Ian Flanagan, you've said it all. What a, what a great conversation, man. What a great guy. Uh, we'd love if you can take us away with a song, but we've really enjoyed the time today, man. Sure. Um, I Let me, I'll play you one of the title tracks. The title track to the new record is called Strong. Sounds good. You should be a double whiskey in a glass. Used to be a 350 gun and fist. Used to be the will of a young man all alone against the world. Used to be a whole lot of things up until the day I met you, girl. Now I know strong is a woman who can love me like you do. Put up with the things I put you through. 
Let me be the man I want to be Stubborn, foolish, wild and free After all the crazy things I've done After every chance you had to run Still right by my side even when I'm wrong Cause of you baby and I know Strong When I see your smile I can't believe I never want my heart out on my sleeve Think I was supposed to hide all the love I got behind the wall Didn't know a damn thing at all Strong is a woman who can love me like you do Put up with the things I put you through Let me be the man I want to be Stubborn, foolish, wild and free After all the crazy things I've done After every chance you had to run Still right by my side even when I'm wrong Cause of you baby and I know Strong is the way you lift me up When the nights are long And the days are tough It all goes away The single turn Strong is a woman who could love me like you do Put up with the things I put you through Let me be the man I want to be Stubborn, foolish, wild and free After all the crazy things I've done After every chance you had to run Still right by my side even when I'm wrong Cause of you baby and I know strong Now I know strong Now I know, now I know Cause if you baby, now I know strong Unbelievable. Early oh, in thanks, the morning. Man. The day is down here from here, Ian Flanagan. Thank you no so man. much, man. Thank no, you so awesome. much for your time, man. I Absolutely. You. I appreciate you and I, I hope we cross paths in Nashville soon. Anytime, man. Absolutely. Take care. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.